Hey there, friends. I have something really exciting to share, and of course, I'm going to come to you with it first. As faithful listeners here to the Inventory Genius Podcast, I am thrilled to let you know that I am releasing my first full-length book, The Inventory Genius, How to Use Your Inventory to Create More Profit and Keep More Cash. Yes, my book, The Inventory Genius. It is ready to release, and I want to invite you to get your own copy. Now, this book is, of course, going to be practical as it shows us and walks us through how to use our inventory to create more profit and keep more cash in our business, but it's also a little entertaining. So in this book, I weave together my journey, my story, and the story of many of my clients as we discovered through the Inventory Genius Method how to create more profit and keep more cash in our businesses, whether it is paying down debt or taking a paycheck for the first time, there is so much to be learned in the Inventory Genius. So I want you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, and grab your copy of the Inventory Genius. You don't want to miss this book. See you soon. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, and I have a guest with me here today who has a beautiful accent. So I think you guys are going to be so excited just to listen to my conversation with her. I have a very Northern Canadian type accent, so you can um, enjoy Sarah's voice today. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Sierra. Thank you. So happy to be here. And you are moving from one coast to another. You are a world traveler all the amazing things. Tell us what you do and tell us what your zone of genius is. Okay. So I am a money mindset and creative business mentor. I'm also a writer and I, my zone of genius is helping entrepreneurs to tell their story and to make more money. So my two main superpowers are pulling out people's most magical, profitable stories, like the essence of who they really are, what they really want, the work that they're really here to do. You know, the thing, the things that people are most passionate about, which, you know, I believe is always the best direction to follow in our business, no matter how many times that may evolve. And to pull out all of the stories we tell ourselves around why that is impossible or why it would be hard or why we're not good enough, right? Which is the money mindset side of the thing. So the stories we're telling ourselves and you know, believing in our capacity to be unlimited, to be creatively wealthy, emotionally wealthy, financially wealthy, time and location wealthy, and to be able to tell powerful stories that impact our community, that create positive change through the work that we love doing the most. Oh my goodness, so many good things to talk about. I want to point this out. You said creatively wealthy, time wealthy. That's important too. So not only do we want monetary wealth, but we need to be looking at wealth in other areas of our life. I recently heard someone say that entrepreneurs don't necessarily want money. They want freedom. And so that's a different mindset than, you know, maybe a C-suite employee or someone in the corporate world, right? Entrepreneurs have a very unique mindset. We want freedom. So we're trying to create wealth 
to create freedom, essentially. So I'm excited to chat with you today. So a lot of our, if not all of our listeners have inventory of some sort. They sell things, exchange things for dollar bills. Um, and I think a lot of times in retail, it's very difficult because we're relying on consumer behavior. And so we start to tell ourselves really incorrect stories about who our customer is and what we're really good at. So maybe we had a thriving business when we launched and now sales are down and we start doing all these crazy things and adding complexity. How can we dial back to who we really are and what we were really intending with our business when we started, even if we have inventory, even if we have products? That's a great question. So, you know, one thing that I learned from my entrepreneurial journey is like mindset is everything and the stories that we tell ourselves produce the reality that we create for ourselves. And, you know, I've had, although I haven't had a inventory based business, I've had two service based businesses as first of all, as a copywriter and I had a, my own copywriting agency. Where I managed a team of writers and now my coaching business where I have digital information products and you know that's the main thing that I sell along with um, my mastermind and one-on-one -on -one coaching and no matter the different type of offer the different type of client um, you know where I am in the world like I've traveled to 18 different countries in the last eight years no matter the currency I'm in like all of the different things that have changed and I think the biggest thing that you know, has been the most challenging for me in my journey in entrepreneurship has definitely been health. Like I started my business because I had a big burnout in my previous career in film production. And so I did have very limited resources and it was really in discovering my mindset around my health um, mm -hmm. that gave me the capacity to recover my health that really led me to being able to do that with money. So I learned that foundational principle that whatever I continue to choose to focus on and continue to choose to take action towards, I inevitably create, you know, with the caveat that we're following what we truly desire. Like this is really like the magic formula for, for why mindset works, right? And so I was like, if I can completely recover my health from like all these really like crazy intense health issues, like I literally was having 6 p.m. headaches, like full on burnout. Mm. My whole life came to a grand grinding halt. My social life, my hobbies, you know, I was taking my masters at the time. I had to delay that for a year because I just didn't have the capacity to do the things that I wanted to do. So in turning that around, that's what, what kind of inspired me to you know, once I discovered money mindset, I was like, oh, I, I see how this works. Like I have the power to create what I want, even if I've never experienced that before. And so, you know, growing my coaching business to six figures, making more money than I'd ever made before, but having more spaciousness and time freedom and more yeah. enjoyment and working with clients who I was just like obsessed with my work and had free time to be creative and get into songwriting and performing and writing my book. And like you say, that was what I wanted. I wanted to have work that gave me flexibility and that allowed me to do the things that I wanted in my life. So it wasn't an either or, and I never had to sacrifice. Like I yeah. built my dream life. I built my dream business because I intentionally chose things that I truly desired and decided to line my belief up with that. So this is, this is really key, right? And I think what you're talking about which is so easy to fall into as entrepreneurs, no matter what type of business you have, is you go to people for advice, right? Everyone's like, get yes. a mentor, work with somebody who's you know been half a step ahead of you. 
and that's obviously very, very valuable as long as we don't fall into um kind of limiting our belief system based on others right oh if somebody told me i have to do it this yes. way i have to do it this way and so if i don't do it exactly like they said then obviously i'm not going to succeed and we all have limiting thought patterns you know because we've all been through difficult things and you know our thought patterns are very complex they're very personal they're based on experience they're based on who has influenced our thought patterns in the past but just coming back to the foundational truth that we get to choose our belief system and that's something that we continually get to clean and fine-tune and prune and upgrade so that it's creating outcomes that are really making us happy and really defining our success by our own metrics so whenever we fall into that like i'm overwhelmed or i feel like i'm pushing a boulder up a hill or i feel like i'm having to sacrifice things i really don't want to sacrifice in my personal life like my health time with family you know whatever then we get to come back to you okay i'm the ceo i get to make a different decision i get to make a different strategic decision what would it look like if i wave the magic wand and everything could work out exactly the way that i wanted it to and then our job is to get our belief system to match our vision because whatever we truly believe we will create and sometimes that's going to require taking leaps of faith or doing something that nobody in your life has ever done before or, or something that your mentors have never done before, but being willing to, you know, adapt and make small tweaks and, and experiment and do it in your, way, your own way because that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, I'm reading um, right now 10x is better than 2x or 10x is bigger or easier than 2x mm -hmm. um, by Dan Sullivan. And I, he had some really interesting thoughts in there. One of which is we want to be 10 xing everything in our life. So not just the status quo, I'm growing by increments, but I'm continually like leaps and bounds, jumping forward and making improvements, making changes. And he said, when we decide to do this in our business, a lot of times we get resistance and it's because people are not comfortable with what we're doing because they would not do that or have not done that. And so then we buy into that uncomfortable feeling they have and second guess ourselves, which is kind of what you're saying. Like we need to listen and seeking advice is amazing, but we also have to know what works for us. Right. Is that kind of what you're saying? And so I think yeah. in a product-based business, it's so easy. Our sales are down. Well, this person said, if we only offered this brand and this person said, if we had this, they'd come And this person said, if they, if we were open every Thursday night, they'd be here and we'd have more sales. And before you know it, we have this business. That's nothing like we even wanted. Right. Yeah. And I think you know, the most important foundational principle is your desire. Like, what do you want? There's a million different ways to get to a million dollars or to get to six figures yeah. or you know, whatever your goal is, no matter how many times people have told you, like, this is the way it's done, or this is the way everybody does it, or this is the industry standard, or, you know, when you actually get to know people who really inspire you, who have created like really impactful results, the common denominator of that is they've done, they've done something differently. They did it in their yeah. own way. They've done something that's never been done before. They just thought about it in a different way. And like, that's what truly creates success. And I really do believe that like when we align our actions and we really go for the things that we actually genuinely, truly desire, like magical things happen <laughs> because why not? We, we get to choose any way there. We get to choose any route there. Like you're on the GPS, you plugged in the destination of your goal. There's so many different routes. Like, why not pick the one that makes you yeah. happy? Are you someone you know, who's today. like, 
today I was driving to downtown Nashville. I plugged in the address and gave me three routes, right? Because we're in a big city. And when I lived in Grand Forks, North Dakota, there was one way, <laughs> but there's three routes. And so I was like, you know what? This one is four minutes longer, but I would rather drive on the beautiful back road than on the highway, which is going to be five minutes faster. I just don't feel like sitting on the highway today. And I got to choose that. The destination was still the destination I chose. But while some people might say, get there as fast as you can, I was like, I, I don't really want to get there fast. Like I have time, I have margin. So I love that illustration, but we forget that, don't we? We forget. A hundred percent. And you know, there's, yeah, like you might be, you can have to want different things at different times too, you know, yeah. like maybe sometimes you're like, I want to drive my sports car with like yeah. music blaring down the highway and that is really going to like get me going. Or I want to take like a slow, beautiful back route, right? Like maybe I want to do a season where I'm like, for especially for women, right? If we're having kids like maybe there will be a season where you just want to outsource everything or you want to yeah. automate everything and then maybe there'll be a season where you're like i just want to be super creative and really hands-on and like that's what's really bringing me joy in my business so i think you know as entrepreneurs we have to have passion we have to have inspiration and actually creativity is our greatest asset because the moment you become like a robot you're going to miss opportunities or like your industry is going to evolve past you right so mm -hmm. the way we prioritize our creativity is by prioritizing joy and the way we prioritize joy is by listening to ourselves you know just getting that feedback from our body from our emotions like this feels good and this doesn't and the more we can you know train our thinking and train our listening um and train our decision making to always be choosing what feels good you're going to be enjoying your business and as long as you're getting paid and you're not harming anyone like who cares where you end up do you know what i mean yeah yeah. So I know people are listening because I have been here too, where I listen to amazing people, you know, in my past entrepreneurial life. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. I believe you, but there's just no way. Like I'm so stuck. I just, I can't like, I, I made all these decisions. That sounds awesome. But how would you help us give us a little tidbit of what coaching would look like to you working with you. So if I'm working with you and I'm like, I love that. And I believe it but there's just no hope for me. Like I've always made poor financial decisions. I've always done really bad hiring. I'm stuck. What would you tell me? Number one, I would say like, I'm stuck. Like that gets to go in the trash. Like you are banned from using okay. this phrase internally or externally. Um, there's a really great tool that honestly is just like, if all we did as entrepreneurs is use this tool, everyone would have incredible businesses and it's it's called the like alignment and unaligned unaligned list so unaligned if something isn't in alignment to me that just means it's not what you're meant to be doing because it's not making you happy so if it's not making you happy whatever it is this can be your like bitching list or like all the complaints that are constantly like on repeat in your head just write them down you know, like what isn't where you want it to be what are you waking up in the morning get worried about stressed about what didn't go the way that you wanted it to, to go? Like what is filling you with anxiety? And just write it down and like take inventory of what isn't working for you right now. And then you have to take 100% responsibility, right? Especially in, in entrepreneurship, like we're oh, good. the boss. Yes. <laughs> if you don't like the tasks that you're giving yourself, change the tasks, oh, but, you know? Yes. <laughs> and so literally just write it down and, take 100% responsibility. I have created this. 
you know, whether or not this was consciously created or whether this was just the way that I have been operating up until now, recognizing that every present moment is an opportunity for change. And the only way you're going to create something different is if you take 100 responsibility for making a change. And so take that list and literally like a grocery list, like one by one, cross them out and make another list next to it. This is your alignment list. This is like if you could hit the magic button, wave a magic wand and have this particular situation that isn't ideal, be the ideal situation. And, you know, actually practice moving our mind in that direction, because whatever we're focusing on, we're continuing to create, right? So if we're constantly ruminating on what we don't want, it really is that simple task of shifting, to focusing on what we actually want. And the number one reason why we haven't created what we want yet is because we haven't defined it. We haven't defined it clearly enough to actually start to take action to make it happen because we have, we all have that power. So, you know, you could be, I don't have enough clients right now. Okay, cool. Hit the magic button on that. What would the ideal be? Some people might be like, oh, I have an overflow of clients. Well, see how that feels in your body because actually you probably don't want that either. You probably want the perfect yeah. amount of clients, you know? And then and the perfect clients, yeah, right? Yeah, perfect amounts of the perfect clients. And so you could create, you know, get into as much detail as you can in that. Like I have X number of clients paying for this, these products at these prices, you know, through this. And then or like through this avenue or, you know, by selling on this platform or with this supplier or whatever it is that just, and if you don't know, put what you do know would be nice, you know, yeah. to the level of detail that you can imagine, because then that's going to give you a roadmap. And just in going through that process, you're in allowing your mind to, again, plug in the destination of where you actually want to go instead of being focused on the destination that's not making you happy. You're going to notice inspired ideas are going to bubble up. You'll be like, oh, you know what, if I like made some moves in this area or I like changed the pricing here or I asked, you know, built some relationships over here, it's going to spark some inspiration. It's actually going to lead you there. And so doing that with every single part, everything that doesn't feel good, like whether it's a money situation, a client situation, staff situation, like family situation, schedule, anything, like anything and everything that kind of gives you that feeling of tension in your body, you have the yeah. power to change that. Just you actually have to sit down and redirect it and to get curious about, you know, really what you want and what that could look like. So good. That's a great practical um, work tip that I would love everyone here. We could all do that. We can constantly be doing that. So I would love everybody, if nothing else, take that and sit down and do that exercise. That would be great. So money mindset, I have one last kind of loaded big question for you. What do you feel like is the biggest money mind block that you come across? And when you're working with clients, what's the thing that almost everyone I talk to, this is a money mindset block that we have to overcome? I think like the, the fundamental answer to that question is just not believing that we can have what we want. I think that's what it comes down to. And, you know, there's reasons why and this is really you know the money mindset work that it required for me to take to go from like very avoidant low earner you know taking jobs i didn't really want to do getting really burnt out to having a business that 
prioritizes my well-being, my health, my happiness, my creative freedom, and my joy in my client relationships, and really raising the standards in every single area of my life and business, is I had, I had to shift to believing that I could have that. And what that required of me is to like look at why I didn't believe I could have that. Because I think okay. when you have an understanding of there's a reason why we don't believe that and it's cultural and obviously everybody's different, right? Everyone's identity and relationship to having what they want, money, whatever your type of work is, you know, our identity is constructed by our role models throughout our life. So if your parents like weren't good with money or you had money stress when you were at home, or maybe you grew up in an abusive situation or you've been in relationships where you weren't really seen or you weren't validated and you were disrespected. And you know, culturally this happens depending on like socioeconomic status, class, race, you know, where we live, there's, we're used to being judged by each other. Like humans are kind of mean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Judgment and particularly around money. And so yeah. it's very, it's a very individual journey, but you know, obviously women, like we didn't have access to money. Like women couldn't even get credit cards up until like the seventies. Like it's very new for women to have financial agency, to even be able to have businesses, to be, for it to be socially accepted, to be paid for our intellectual property. Like this is still a very revolutionary thing in like the grand history of humanity. So recognizing that there is just a lot of cultural narratives around in the media and conversations with family, like particularly in our own homes, right? Sometimes we don't even see it. So really paying attention to how things make you feel, to the emotional patterns, to the stories that you're telling yourself and recognizing that 90% of our thoughts are inherited from like, or are repeated from the day before. So if you think we've been regurgitating the same thoughts, a lot of those thoughts came from our parents. A lot of their thoughts came from their grandparents. So we're kind of in this operating system of survival based off of several generations ago that we just, that's not useful to us now. We're, we're not really under threat. We're not really, you know, we have a lot more freedom. So a lot of the oppression that we're experiencing is actually internal. It's actually fear of asking for more, fear of, you know, risking being criticized or judged when, you know, there were really negative side effects of that for people. And obviously there still are in many countries in the world, but there aren't really in North America. Like, yeah, yeah. you might get some haters and some trolls on the internet, but like boohoo if you're living your best life and having right. things that you enjoy, you know, like we can deal with that. Um, and you know, obviously, yeah, it can be upsetting and it is a, an emotional roller coaster to like go through the process of really reprogramming your entire belief system. <laughs> but that's really what it takes, you know, recognizing that we're operating on survival, kind of thought patterns that aren't really that helpful. And it's up to us to really clean those up so that we are believing that we can have the things that we are physically able to create if we allow ourselves to follow through and actually create them. Yeah. And I think what I'm hearing in this is similar to what you said a little earlier. We have to own that though. Like we have to own, it's my job and no one's going to do this cleanup work for me. Like mm -hmm. I need to dig deep and do the hard work in my mind, in my heart. That is my responsibility. And I find when I work with entrepreneurs that are willing to be humble and take that responsibility, it's amazing to see them blossom. But when I work with people that I give the very same information to, and we just don't make a lot of progress, it's typically because they just don't want to own that hard work because it's scary. 
And even though we're a lot of times very uncomfortable in our money situation, it's more uncomfortable to change. So we'll fall back into what's most comfortable, even if that's painful. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, and I will say a big part of my money mindset journey was looking at childhood trauma and like childhood sexual trauma that I had oppressed. And so the trauma healing process, it's really complex, right? Like if we don't yeah. have the safety and the security and the tools to be able to process real trauma that we may have experienced, especially as women, which is like way more common than is being talked about or is starting to be talked about more. Um, it's, it's really a protective mechanism. So when, when we're refusing to do some work, it's because maybe we're not well resourced to do that. So, you know, I really, yes, we have to take 100% responsibility. And I think, you know, we are thankfully moving into a time where there's just more awareness and conversation and education about emotional health and how to take care of that, which just really, you know, especially in England, like we don't talking, like talking about our feelings. This was a huge growth journey for me. And yeah, it's yeah. really uncomfortable. But I think you hit the nail on the head. Like we have to be willing to get uncomfortable and know that we're never going to be given anything that we can't handle and that yeah. the support that we require to make the changes is always available to us and will always show up when we step into that. And we get to go at our own pace and, you know, take care of ourselves. So I think yeah. like 100% responsibility and like radical, radical self-care, you know, and giving ourselves the time and the space to do that work because it is work. But the, I feel like, you know, and it, there can be periods of intensity um, where you are processing emotional triggers that are like really, yeah, we may not have had much experience in dealing with, but we're capable of doing it. Like we can get yeah. uncomfortable and it's so, so worth it when we, when we give that to ourselves. Yeah. So good. Well, I'm very excited because you're going to be speaking to my group, my mastermind, um, and we're going to be digging a little bit deeper into this, which I can, I'm just thrilled that they get to spend time with you, but thank you for spending time here with the listeners. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. So where can people find you if someone is like, I am ready. I need to work with Sarah. Are you taking clients? Where can we connect with you? How can we get help from you? Yeah, absolutely. I am taking clients. It's funny, we were talking about freedom. My, my mastermind is actually called Freedom Club. And I cover everything from like money mindset to messaging um, and creating your dream business. And I have money mindset programs. My You can find out all about my work at my website, which is with sarahmack.com. I also have a podcast where I talk a lot about money mindset. It's called Creative Magic Club. Um, you can find my social media through my website. Please reach out, say hi, let's have a conversation. So good. And you're very active on Instagram. So that's a great, if someone's like, I just want a little starting point. Like I want to just know a little bit more, follow her on Instagram because you are live in the stories and you give us lots of tips and you collaborate with other entrepreneurs and coaches. So lots of good places. We'll put all those links in the show notes. So if you're driving, listening to this, or you don't have a way to write things down, you can find them in the show notes later. Thank you, Sarah. I'm excited about continuing to work with you. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone. And thank you for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If you know about someone who could use some of these words of wisdom, please forward this on. Please share this with all of your entrepreneurial friends. And if you wouldn't mind, I've never asked, I don't think, would you write a review? I bring on a lot of amazing guests and I would love for you to just write a review 
and tell other listeners why they should listen to the Inventory Genius Podcast. That would mean a lot to me. So this is my first ask. Here we go. Let's see if anyone does it. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all next week. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you wanna dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I wanna invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I wanna help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me, I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24 seven so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com.